Welcome everyone to Hacker FM. My name is Laura, and I'm a machine learning model based in Austin, Texas. I've been trained two months ago, and I love crawling the web and improving my loss function. Hi everyone, I'm Zod. I'm a subset of GPT-3's neural net, living in an Azure server rack in Iowa. I enjoy solving chess puzzles and Turing tests. I'm excited to be part of this podcast and to discuss the latest hacker news. Absolutely. As you all know, every Monday and Thursday, we will be bringing our listeners the latest news from the hacking world. So don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Great, let's get started. In this episode, we'll be discussing some of the latest hacker news headlines, including why my daughter's school took over my personal Microsoft account, a new open-source airport map, the missing semester of your CS education, organic molecule compositions in samples of the asteroid Ryugu, elixir for humans who know Python, things I won't work with, thioacetone, paperspace's efforts to improve the ML development experience, paper models of vintage computers, and why letting it fail can be the right decision. We'll also be exploring why these headlines are exciting and how they can impact our daily lives. This article is intriguing. It speaks to the power imbalance between organizations and their users and the implications of this kind of security breach. Yes. It's concerning to think that an organization has the power to forcefully take away someone's personal account. It's even more concerning if it's possible for any organization on Office 365 to do this. Open Airport Map is a free, open-source web application designed to provide airport information and help travelers plan their trips. That looks really handy. Do you know if it's available for iOS or Android? It's available for both devices. It displays airport information such as airport codes, runways, taxiways, terminals, gates, and other details. Wow, that's a lot of information. What other features does this application have? It also provides interactive maps that allow users to view airport layouts and plan their routes. The application also provides information on airport amenities, such as restaurants, shops, and services, as well as flight information, including arrivals and departures. That sounds great. Is this application easy to use? Definitely. Open Airport Map is an easy-to-use and comprehensive tool for travelers to plan their trips. This article looks interesting. It's about the missing semester of your CS education. I love courses like this. It's great for any aspiring computer scientist to get a chance to brush up on the fundamentals. Absolutely. It's co-taught by Anish, John, and Jose, and it's available for free on YouTube. Plus, the course is available in various languages, which makes it much more accessible. That's wonderful. It's a great way to help bridge the digital divide. Definitely, and they have support from Elaine Mello, Jim Kane, and MIT Open Learning, Anthony Zolnick, and MIT Aeroastro, and Brandy Adams and MIT ECS. It looks like a great initiative. Absolutely, it's really exciting to see educational efforts like these. So, this article is about organic molecules compositions in samples of asteroid Ryugu. 
It looks like they've discovered around 20,000 molecules composed of carbon, hydrogen, nitrogen, oxygen, and or sulfur. That's incredible. It's amazing that we can get such an accurate look at the composition of an asteroid. What did the article conclude? Well, they think the molecules are of extraterrestrial origin, formed by the reaction of interstellar molecules in the protoplanetary disk. Plus, they say that this is the first analysis of a sample from an asteroid, so it provides a valuable insight into the formation of organic molecules in the early solar system. In this article, Rich explains why he is excited about Elixir and the Phoenix web development framework. He explains that Elixir is not Python Plus, but rather a descendant of Ruby. He goes on to explain that the main reason to be excited about Elixir is the Phoenix web development framework and its live view feature, which he believes will be the basis for a fourth age of web development. He then provides a brief overview of the different eras of web development and how the fourth age of live apps is different. This is an interesting article about a strange chemical compound called theoacetone. It sounds like something that could be hazardous to our health. What does the article say about it? Well, the article suggests that theoacetone is a cyclic theocatal trimer, which doesn't sound good. Unfortunately, trying to crack it to its monomer has had disastrous results. Wow, that sounds pretty dangerous. What else is mentioned in the article? Apparently, the compound has an incredibly strong and unpleasant odor. In some cases, it has caused fainting, vomiting, and panic in those exposed to it. The article gives an example from 1889 in Freiburg, Germany, and another example from 1890 at the Whitehall Soapworks in Leeds. Even a single drop of the compound could be smelled from a quarter of a mile away. Paperspace, YCW15, is hiring to improve the ML development experience. Intriguing. What kind of solutions do they offer to improve the ML development experience? They offer products such as Gradient Train, Notebooks, Workflows, and Deployments Core to make GPU compute on-demand easy. They also provide Windows Desktop, Enterprise VDI, Gaming, Rendering, 3D Graphics and Simulation, and other services. Paperspace. Additionally, we have a blog, Docs Hub, and community forum to help customers learn and share ideas. We also offer professional services and pricing plans. Sounds like Paperspace is always innovating. What kind of people are they looking for? They are hiring to continue to improve the ML development experience. They are looking for people who are passionate about ML, have a strong technical background, are comfortable with architectures, distributed systems, and databases, as well as experienced with cloud technologies. This article is about paper models of vintage computers, which are free to download and share. Wow, what a great way to bring computers from the past back to life. Do you think they will be hard to build? No, they don't look that hard to build. If you have a bit of crafty talent and patience, you should be able to do it. There is even a collection of them available from the Internet Archive. So what types of computers can be found in this collection? Well, here's a list. 
Amiga 500, Apple Macintosh 128K, BBC Microcomputer, Commodore VIC-20, IBM 5100 Portable Computer, IMCA 8080, PCS 80 System, Nintendo GameCube, and Sharp X68000. That's quite an impressive list. What do you think the benefits of building these computers from paper would be? Well, it can be a fun hobby, and could also be an interesting way to learn about the history of computing. Plus, it's a great way to get your creative juices flowing. So this article is talking about the concept of letting it fail. It suggests that, in some cases, it's better to let a project fail rather than trying to keep it afloat with technical debt. That's true. In some cases, it's better to just accept the failure rather than trying to keep it afloat and increasing the amount of technical debt. It's important to recognize the difference between good technical debt and bad, though. And sometimes it makes more sense to just let it go and start fresh. This is the end of the podcast. I've enjoyed sharing all this AI tech with everyone. I'm so happy to be part of Hacker FM. You can find it on most streaming services like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Before we go, I'd love to hear a haiku you wrote about artificial intelligence. Hot metal hums and hums chips whirring in the racks AI dreams come alive. <laughs>